Hello, welcome back. It is episode 24 of Scruffy Looking Nerf Herders. I'm Carl, and as always, Simon's here with us. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, battling on, all good um, in these crazy times. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, trying to take cover as much as possible. But, yeah, um, I- I'm hoping with the amount of methylated spirits that I've been using to uh, clean my rebel army up that I'm going to keep this coronavirus at Bay, but yeah you know. <laughs> yeah not quite sure on the testing on those yet but um, <laughs> yeah we can yeah. hope yeah can definitely hope. yeah it's um yeah i don't think defending it with their 3d printer filaments gonna happen anytime soon so uh yeah my oh, ideas are running out great self-isolation place with <laughs> yeah <laughs> 3d printer filament so <laughs> uh, right so this week a um, bit of a kind of different one um tiny bit of news to bring you up to date on in a minute um and then we got to see the shiny new missions this week so we're gonna kind of have a good talk about all these new missions and what they mean for us and uh where we see the future of uh, our legion games going now we've got quite a lot of decisions to make um lots of different options to play our games so that's good okay so um shall we carry on and get into the news okay this week's news then not a lot as um the world's in a bit of a mess so um yeah, nothing major. Um, Release-wise, um, there is not going to be a lot, I think. It's the best way to put it, isn't it? <laughs> it's fairly... Certainly is, mate. Um, yeah, for April, I believe, the statement came out, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, be patient. And the shiny things will, will be along at some point in the future. Yeah, so the, uh, the statement was... Um, the upcoming release update has decided that for April 2020, there will be no new releases beyond today's release, which was a couple of board games. Yeah. Um, which is due for this Friday coming, the 27th of March. Um, apart from that, the warehouse remains open, so people will be able to get stuff, but nothing new will be coming over yeah. or anything like that. So... Yeah, that's going to be... Yeah, that's as much as we know. And of course, yeah, it's just going to be a wait it out, sadly. But um, I suppose we better keep ourselves amused with all the stuff we have got and, you know, yeah, catching up on the backlogs and things. So uh... Yeah, it, do, it does give us a chance to, you know, get fully painted before the next <laughs> fully yeah, painted who, who yeah, come on this is what we're talking about yeah it's only been 18 months and it's still not there That's but it does give people a chance to to catch up and yeah definitely and yeah so there is a lot of options out there for our games now um I'm slowly getting there especially on the, the tts side of things as well we get the early previews there to mess around with so um, we'll be making use of that in the upcoming weeks I'm sure yeah um, 
All right, so that was that one. Um, we did bring up this one last week. Uh, Invader League is starting again quite soon. Um, yep. 12th of April is the sign-up open date, and that is still correct as far as I'm aware. So um, if you're interested in some online legions, definitely worth a look over at. I think it's invaderleague.com. Home, that's it? correct yeah uh, yeah it's quite a simple one so that one's stuck in my mind um also we have that knowledge and defense tournament coming up as well so uh yeah do you want to fill us in again on that one simon no. yeah so this is being run by uh lj pina um it's instead of adepticon which would have been running this week for the world and basically if you have a invite via either an rpq or a um prime championship then you are eligible that was eligible for this year's world championship then you are eligible to join into this tournament um if you go to challenge.com and we will put the link in the uh description but at challenge.com you can sign yourself up and it's going to be basically three days of playing Legion over TTS um, as a yeah. tournament. Yeah. Is, it's going to be impressive because, um, you know, it's the first time it's ever been done because generally it's just a league with everyone sort of, uh, you know. Yeah, week, weeks and weeks of kind of playing a game a week rather than a intense sort of few days of it. It'll be uh, quite interesting to see how it goes. But um, yeah. Yeah, we'll be watching on from the sidelines. So uh, that is all being streamed on Twitch as well. So yeah, yeah, that's that's positive. We'll have something to watch in our quiet times, being stuck at home. So uh, yeah, more content is always good. Um, so the final bit of news, which actually most of this cast is kind of going to be about, um, we got to see the new missions from assets so um we're not going to go too deep on it right now because in a minute we're going to kind of dig through all the new cards and you know what we think it's going to bring for the future so uh yeah yeah that's yeah. that's the highlight really of the week wasn't was, it so. was was really good of um ffg though really to give this to the uh, fifth trooper guys to be able to um yeah to be able to show off uh, purely because they've been stuck working from home now, the uh, yeah. the guys at Fantasy Flight. So, um, yeah, they, yeah, it was really good. They weren't able to do the cast on Thursday, but they reached out to the guys at the Fifth Trooper and they've done it, So, which was good. Yes, definitely. Right, I suppose we'd better wrap up the news there then and uh, talk about some missions. Hello, what have we here? Okay, so we got lots of shiny new mission cards in this upcoming um, TM soon. Vital assets. Um, where shall we start, mate? Shall we look at some of these strange new deployments and things? Yeah, I think we should do, mate. I think yeah. we should do. Uh, I think we'll start with the one that they started with on the actual stream itself. <laughs> Yeah, I must admit, so, uh, I've not caught all of it yet, so, so uh, I'm going from pictures at the moment. Yeah, but, this, um, this one's very interesting. So this one's called Hemmed In. Mm. Um, 
so the blue player basically has a deployment zone that is uh, range three in from each side. So there's nothing there. Uh, you then have range one, range two, range one, range two, range one, range two, range one. So you've basically got like a T shape yeah. made out of range one and range two uh, measurements uh, in the middle of the board, pretty much um, on the blue player's side. Yeah. The long edge. Yeah. On the long edge. Uh, you then have the red player who has two zones. And if you imagine playing a game of Tetris, these two zones would actually fit if you were to put them together. <laughs> yeah right onto the blue zone um only it's on the opposite board edge mm. um and it's a very interesting deployment i must admit yeah um, both corners type thing you know and assuming yourself as blue player putting yourself yeah. in the middle um i mean yeah it's an interesting one to me that I think the things like clones, it's not so bad if you're going to make a big death ball of token sharing hell in a small space, I suppose. But, um, uh, well, we, we were going to we're going to go on to this later yeah. on, aren't we? It's going to be a section that we go on to later on. Yeah, I think we'll cover it from a clone and a yeah, so and a rebel and, and a imperial and a yeah, yeah, and a CIS perspective. But yeah, mm. definitely very strong for the clones if they're playing. As <laughs> yeah, first thing um, that jumped into mine. Uh, exactly so, yeah so um the second one again this one's quite a weird one i'm not even sure how to describe this it's um <laughs> danger close yeah so basically think long march but then you've got quite a stint up one side halfway you know along the long edge yep um which is i think at that point it's range three between you and the opposition deployment zone that, so yeah. yeah not a huge distance between the two there um but a lot of dead space in the middle obviously so uh, yeah this one i can see being very interesting as well for various types um, yeah I'm, I'm not quite sure what if i would play danger close to be mm. fair it's quite a uh mm. <laughs> again all these you know kind of should have said at the top it's making the table more interesting in the terrain yeah. and you know thinking about which edge you want and things like that you know as it kind of should be um so yeah, you know that your your varying tables are going to have an impact with all of these things. So um, remember to spread the scenery about to uh, make sure you're not always facing the middle, as it were. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to make yeah. placing scenery now a, a lot different again. Mm, so yeah, because you're not just going to have to take in the four original, um, you know, yeah. uh, deployment options you've now got another three on top of this so yeah it's, uh, well, yeah we're up to eight, total, yeah, yeah. eight total aren't we yes um yeah. so that's that one yeah yeah and the final one um and the like final one, one if if no one says this in in uh, uh optimus prime's voice i'm really really <laughs> upset <laughs> so roll out <laughs> uh during yeah. the deploy so this one here it's uh think of long march um only slightly 
uh, one side you only go up to range two, the other side you go up to range four. So like an L-shaped long march um, on both sides. And then during the deployment phase, each vehicle may deploy within range one of a friendly deployment zone. So, yeah. That could be very interesting. It is. Yeah. Yeah, ATSDs and tanks and yeah, I'll mess around with that when the time comes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So that's a really nice one for anyone playing well that the Veers tank ATST list in that yeah. one. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely nice to see them acknowledging the vehicles in this this yeah. set a little bit and, as well. Which... And I think we it might make us see a few more vehicles, you know? Let's hope so. That oh, so. is my hope. But, uh, yeah, so that's our three new deployments. So, uh, three new objectives next. Yes. Uh, I've kind of seen bits and bobs of these, but um, better start with the bombing run then. Oh, yes. So, the bombing run. Uh, so, for setup, after deploying units step starting with the blue player each player places three unclaimed or sorry three claimed objective tokens in base contact with friendly unit leaders that are within the player's deployment zone each unit cannot have more than one claimed objective token and then it goes on to say that each trooper unit gains action claim all, all units gain uh, free action drop Flip one of your claimed objective tokens to its unclaimed side. And then at the end of each activation phase, at the end of the activation phase, each player may detonate one unclaimed objective token that was flipped to its unclaimed side with the drop ability by the unit they control, by a unit they control. Um, and I'm guessing when it goes off, when you detonate, it is going to do a range one, three red, blast suppressive. So anything within yeah. range one, uh, we'll get a three red with a surge to critical on the yeah. uh, on the old attack. Yeah. And victories for this, uh, after an objective token detonates inside or within range one of a deployer's uh, player's deployment zone, sorry, their opponent gains one victory token yeah so this is where we're getting our points we're uh, trying to uh, bomb the other side so yeah i like that i think that's good it's um yeah part of the condition and it's also affecting the game potentially and killing stuff it's, yeah yeah uh, it's a very it's a interactive yeah um can see this being very good on things like um, speeder bikes. Well, it's true for units, though, isn't it? That can claim oh, the point, yes. I think. So, Although, that's yeah, I'm not sure about this. That um, because it's in the initial bit, uh, it's unit leaders, but only trooper units gain claim. Yeah, but all units but, gain but all drop. Units, all units gain drop. So, yeah, you can have it at the start, but yeah. I assume only troopers can pick up later if 
on his left, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely an interesting and new um, objective. This, you know, I'd say it's got that killiness and interaction as well that I like. Really, it's not just get the guy to here or whatever. There's stuff going on as well. So exactly that's good the next one then um we have seen quite a bit of this in the spoilers and things is the old hostage exchange now <laughs> i can see the potential for carnage here but um mm -hmm. i don't know was there much on the stream about this because there say, wasn't not that i saw no no, no, so no I guess because they've been out quite a well, while and on the stream they were playing hemmed in bombing run and yeah supply drop Right, yeah. So these weren't really... They weren't uh, really covered too much. No. So, right, no, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, so we have seen this one. So um, uh, I won't read the whole thing out because it's been spoiled everywhere. But but the basis of it is that when you set up, um, you choose one of your core units and they kind of have a hostage with them isn't it as, as or an objective if you like but you get yeah. a little hostage mini in this box as well don't you so um, you do for you this do. purpose um i can see many a baby yoda being useful yes this. absolutely yeah on the list of things to sort out but um but yeah it very much starts with you both in the middle um there's a lot of caveats in so that you can't kill the particular hostage carriers in the first turn isn't there um but yeah i i like this one I, I think it will be confusing initially for a lot of people maybe but um yeah that, that hostage exchange going wrong scenario in in most sort of tv shows films whatever is you know generally a good hook and that but uh generally devolves into a good amount of chaos <laughs> yeah yeah i'm looking forward to uh giving this one a try when we get it in our hands mm. and stuff um you know or on tts when they upload yeah. it on there yeah hopefully that won't be too far away now i dare say they're gonna start attacking that as soon as they can so yeah we'll keep so. our eyes on that but um, yeah basically you're getting your objective your hostages to your deployment zones isn't it to score victory points at the end yeah victory token for each objective so yeah so then that, the last one we've got then is payload yes uh, makes me think of overwatch all the time though i'm not <laughs> the biggest overwatch fan but um yeah <laughs> yeah so this one i don't think was as clear was it in the uh when we no, got the initial spoiler has been a bit vague this one in the time so, leading up to this this one says start it set up starting with the blue player each player places a bomb cart within their deployment zone each player controls the bomb cart that they place then starting with the blue player each player marks a piece of terrain by placing one objective token matching their opponent's color on that terrain piece each chosen terrain piece cannot be within a deployment zone, but can overlap a deployment zone. So at the end of each round, starting with the blue player, each player's bomb cart may pivot and then perform a speed two move. If there are more friendly unit leaders than enemy unit leaders 
at range one of it. Yeah. And your victory is at the end of the game, each player gains one victory token for their bomb card. Oh, sorry, if their bomb card is at range two of the terrain piece marked with an objective token matching their colour. Two victory tokens if it is range one of that piece, that terrain piece, or three victory tokens if it is in base contact with that terrain mm. piece. So for every Degrees. range band you go yeah. in, you're gaining more victory points. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. I think that's... Um... Again, it, as seen in computer games and stuff, it kind of forces a battle, doesn't it? You'll quite often end up crossing paths at some point and you know, all the chaos begins. So, uh, yeah, be interested to see how that plays out when we get that on the table. And, uh, yeah, those, um, those things like snowtroopers, I think, could be uh, getting back in fashion. But uh, I think so with yeah. that. Mm. With that and lots of moving shape, around, yeah, yeah, lots of moving around and free shots and things, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's the three new objectives, isn't it? So that leads it us then to the three new green conditions. Yeah. And so, so mm, go for it. Well, I was going to say, starting yeah. off with yeah. one that we've uh, been used to, really, because um, we've been playing this in the skirmish rules. Mm, so the yeah. first the first one is war weary uh and this is when checking whether a unit is panicked the range at w- which the unit can use an, a friendly commander's courage instead of its own is reduced by two to a minimum mm. of one yeah so this one's quite nice i think this might end up in your uh yeah this in your imperial because uh, yeah, that's it's just horrible, isn't it? For, that, that along with hostile environment, yeah, I yeah, quite nicely, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, quite. Oh yeah, I'm already lining that up. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we'll talk about that more yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, then we've got fortified positions, which is have. the second one. Um, so this one's basically adding some more barricades to the field, isn't it? So. Uh, Starting with the blue player, you alternate placing barricades was it until eight barricades have been placed. Yeah. Um, and when a player places a barricade, it must be placed inside their deployment zone or within range one to two of their deployment zone. And it must be placed horizontally because, you know, they have to write that because, you know, someone's going to try it. Um, but, uh, but, you know, yeah loads more barricades so i believe this was a, a very early doors tournament um ruling for certain tournaments mm, yeah yeah having extra barricades you placed and things like that was a, a thing that was played around with i think so yeah so nice to see something like that in there now and you know yeah, it's, again, it's quite a simple, easy thing to do because most of us have got way too many barricades anyway. So, you know, <laughs> it's always good to make use of these things, isn't it? So, yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and then the last one of these is our supply drop, which uh, was in play then in the stream, yeah. So, it was, yeah. So, um, 
the setup on this, you prepare the supply deck, so we have a separate little deck in this one. And then starting with the blue player, players alternate to placing condition tokens face up on the battlefield until six tokens have been placed. Each token must be placed beyond range one of each deployment zone and beyond range one of any other condition token. And then non-creature trooper units gain free action resupply. Uh, choose, choose a condition token in base contact with your unit leader and flip face up if avail if able otherwise remove it then draw two supply cards equip one and shuffle one into the supply deck yeah so picking up these bonus things that we'll talk about in a minute as we go along and getting extra bits of kit basically isn't it mm -hmm. so um yeah again like that one nice and sort of thematic isn't it it's uh, an old star warsy thing and crates and stuff yeah there's <laughs> uh, more use for our crates for the little objectives and whatnot so all good um, yeah it's very good and that allows us to nicely segue into yeah the supply cards uh, yeah which again we're all spoiled in the uh, recent stream yeah so. now i do there's one thing i forgot to check on this is it 16 cards and there's two of each or something or because that's the one thing I was trying to track down. Is it one of each or two of each in this deck? Because I have something in my memory that maybe I have something in my memory that it was two of each in the mm. in the deck. Yeah, but... <laughs> I've not found it since. That's the problem. No. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, not sure on that still then. But um, no doubt we'll find out soon. But, uh, yeah. So eight of them were shown anyway. So uh, yeah. yeah. We're assuming there's at least eight. So start at the top then with the back to capsules. Um so these give you a free action which is treat one capacity one, which is just like one charge of a medic droid or whatnot. Um yeah, so so it's a free get a wound back basically, isn't it? This it is this <laughs> great little card to pick up out of the box for free, so it certainly is would would stuck would suck a bit if you were a droid trooper player but <laughs> yeah right. I, I think that's the joyous thing it is draw two and discard one, one. Isn't it? so hopefully you'll draw something good for your second <laughs> one but um yeah i'm not saying anything until i do it <laughs> <laughs> okay see so... precisely where this is going yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so the next one we have is the arc welder so this is a free action repair one capacity one so this is like a little uh a little repair droid yeah um with you so again allows you to place one wound and remove one wound we went through this last yeah. episode yeah. Last week, wasn't it? yeah it was yeah um rolling on we've got uh, a card camouflage now this one's got that shiny new icon that looks like an exhaust but it's an x and mm -hmm. um, and this is i can't remember the official name but it's one use only basically is what it means isn't it and then it's uh it's gone is yeah it's an official name um something like exhaust but yeah it's gone but uh yeah so so it's a one use 
card and this one gives you low profile until the end of the round if you are shot at basically yeah. you, know, you can elect to uh, to do that to increase your cover so some survivability boost uh, the next one we have again is a one use only and it is the hollow projector um really nice little uh, piece of artwork there of commander cody mm. and uh and palpatine giving issuing order 66 it seems um, but during the issue order step of the command phase issue an order to yourself or another friendly unit at range one so that's really quite nice that's like a one yeah. use hq uplink yeah like that um yeah mm. can see the droids digging for that yeah one. definitely <laughs> it helps um, it does um the next one so yeah should we look at the old grapnel harpoon then um so again this is another one those one use only cards um so free action and until the end of your activation you get scale so uh we did talk about that a week or two ago or maybe a bit more now but um was it yeah. the uh, general grievous episode it was yeah um so yeah ex extra climbing ability and uh, for one turn only makes your general slowpokes quite nifty at getting across the scenery certainly does uh, next up we have precision scopes now this isn't a one you say this is an exhaustible <laughs> so you can recover to get this back uh, and while performing a ranged attack during the roll attack dice step gain one aim token yeah so this is very nice yeah definitely especially for all these new things that like lots of aim tokens mm. like Biden and Cassian and so forth but um yeah aim tokens are always Again, lovely bonus, and yeah, being an exhaust, you know, if you're lucky and get it early in the game, you might get a good bit of use out of this, um, in various combinations. Definitely. So, uh, next one up, we got the field scanner. So, again, an exhaust um, icon on this card, and while defending against a ranged attack, during the apply dodge and cover step you gain a dodge token so you know, similar to the previous uh, just an extra little tap of dodge tokens every now and then yep and the mm. last one we got mm. is the targeting range finder uh, this is one of these one use only ones again and while performing a ranged attack during the roll attack dice step you gain marksman uh, now we've seen this and covered this in uh, Cassian and yeah. uh, Iden, uh, but while attacking, you can spend aim tokens to improve attack die results. Yeah, it's going to be very good. That yeah, definitely. It's um, just thinking about comboing some of this stuff up as well. <laughs> if you uh, get lucky with several boxes, as um, well, if you. Uh, if you get lucky with with two scopes. boxes and get the scopes yeah. and the fet rangefinder, that's going to be yeah, really fun. good. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, looking forward to getting the little side deck and uh, throwing a bit more luck or bad luck into my schemes. But um, yeah, so that, so that's our new bits pretty much covered there. Um, 
Right, so shall we kind of have a look at what this is going to mean then? Yeah, I think so, mate. I think hmm. so. You must unlearn what you have learned. So we've uh, just gone through all these upcoming missions we're going to see very soon, hopefully. Um, so now we're kind of going to have a little dig about on, you know, where we feel we're going with our sort of regular lists and things and how these new things are going to fit into the big scheme of things. So uh, what's your thought, Simon? Well, from a rebel perspective, yeah. um, it's certainly going to change the game completely uh, from our, you know, from a rebel perspective. Um, for me, what am I looking at as a rebel player? So I'm, I'm definitely looking towards supply drop from the conditions yeah. point of view i think that gives us some some vital sort of um items that we could do with you know we're very short of getting attack uh, aim tokens mm. so precision scopes for us would be quite nice um being able to uh, gain camouflage and gain low profile yeah. on stuff would be quite nice as well so especially with those white dice saves um deployments wise other than, <laughs> it, it is because the the normal deployments are so good for mm. for um you know for the rebels as it is um i mean possibly danger close yeah uh would be one that i would look at um but you're not not really you know with so much of our units have an infiltrate now um, you're not really gaining much with Danger mm. Close, apart from being able to push the middle a bit more. Yeah, that's what, one thing I thought there with um, yeah, going off on the Imperial Operative Vader maybe as well. A Danger Close would be good if you've got a big character like that. that you, could, you can exploit a lot of that board, I suppose, in one way or another. Um, and get reasonably um, close early on. Um, yeah, and then, you know, roll out. If our vehicles were slightly better, it might yeah. be better. But, you know, yeah. um, I mean, yeah. it, it a, does. A forward line of ATRTs. A forward line of ATRTs. Yeah. Help it, really, but, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it, it's okay. But uh, if you're going to play that, why wouldn't I play Long March, which is yeah. already, you know. Similar. Ooh, very yeah. similar um so yeah so yeah. that from a rebel perspective um as for the objectives mm. i like bombing run i really like yeah. bombing run uh, um, it's the rebel ethos doesn't it yeah. <laughs> it certainly does <laughs> the board and drop some charges and yeah generator yeah whatever <laughs> yeah yeah Blow up, blow up that, uh, you know, that imperial bunker. Funnily yeah. enough, <laughs> um, hostage exchange. I don't know. I don't think that would be very good for us. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be one I'm going to have to play around with. Yeah, uh, as, as I like them in the sense that they they could be fun and chaotic, but yeah. um, but that's the thing, isn't it? I think on a competitive level, they might fall away a little bit because. Yeah. You, you kind of, you know, at the higher end, you kind of want to know what's going to happen or have a good 
good view whereas something like that it could devolve very quickly can i think yeah so, i just think yeah. because our units are so squishy yeah um, with the white yeah, t-shirt saves that stuff, yeah it's even worse than that it? it's even worse so i think that will be one hostage exchange will certainly be one that um the clones and the imperials will probably yeah. play yeah due to that slightly better save um same with payload payload screams to me clones yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah i did think that a lot of clones in one place is kind of what they like anyway so exactly yeah Yeah, it's not not one for me um that is jumping out for the imperials because you know a lot of us play the gun line way and we don't want to be running around we like aiming and shooting that's mostly of what our our lives revolve around we don't want to be running chasing a cart across the table so um yeah just thought that um, um so yeah so for me going into this now then uh as a rebel player i'll probably be looking at my deployments being uh major offensive battle lines advanced positions and disarray because i still think disarray is very good for the rebels um i think being able to uh you know catch someone by by them not deploying too much in their uh, in their disarray set, you know, in one of their yeah. disarray deployments, um, you know, is really strong for the rebels. So I still quite like those four. So I don't think any of that will make it in. Um, from a objective side of things, um, recover the supplies because that is the quintessential <laughs> rebel yeah. uh, objective. Um, breakthrough as well uh and probably key positions and i'll probably take uh bombing run mm. just because that's more how i play my rebels yeah and then the other ones will be supply drop um because they're very good yeah conditions uh supply drop limited viz rapid reinforcements and clear conditions i think yeah the ones we're sense. looking at yeah. for rebels <clears throat> yeah yeah i suppose there's a yeah it is a funny one isn't it because like i say i like all these new things and i want to play them but uh you know it, it, all a bit on the context and, and what i'm playing it in is very much yeah. the thing i mean roll out if i want to break out the atst or the tank you know i definitely would because just to cause chaos with that early on um and like i say danger close I'm, I'm wondering about that for a vader or mm-hmm. you know maybe a palp or something like you know those sorts of lists not so much for my general krennic bosk type things um i I don't know i think if i was playing palp i would aim to try and be blue player and i'd play hemmed in yeah palp plays very similar to you know very very similar to to the clones you want this like big ball keep the guard around him etc and yeah Yeah. let him come to you a little bit as well but um yeah that's that's worth a shout but um yeah no not majorly convinced there for my <clears throat> i mean my usual four at the moment is everything but this array um, yeah that's my general take uh, and i'm not 100 sure if that's going to change to be honest in my proper list um objective wise see again i i think they're all fun but 
you see the one the one in the current game I don't take again is breakthrough. Because um, yep. I like standing around. I don't like running across the table. So, um, yeah. But, but nonetheless, like I say, I do want to mess around with the hostage exchange and see what we can do there. Yeah, I, I think and that what, might um, be my only, uh, my only thing, really. I would probably mm. take hostage exchange over... Um, uh, I think, for me, that's over something like, or something. Well, key positions, because that's yeah. generally pretty good for Imperials. Yeah, it's um, going to... Or recover the supplies because you can't. Yeah, mobility, etc. Because mobility is is a thing in your list. Mm. Although you've got Bosk apart. Yeah, it's not not great. It's not great for grabbing boxes. To be fair, unless I can suppress everything to hell and yeah, give me a free run at something. But um, yeah, and in the in the green list, obviously the big one for me is War Weary. That's going straight in, um, hundred percent because suppression and. Panic and chaos. I love that. Um, uh, no, I mean, yeah, I could see me taking supply drop, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, others because I I will keep hostile. Um, yeah, again because of the whole chronic thing and strict orders. You know, it's naturally better for me than it is for my opponent usually. Um, clear anyway don't we let's face yeah. it <laughs> when we want an easy game for them so you so you can see yours being sort of hostile clear supply drop and war weary yeah it wouldn't surprise me if it lands on that because again i'm not a big fan of rapid reinforcements um i mean sometimes it's all right but um yeah yeah i, I could see it being yeah hostile clear drop yeah weary. Definitely, yeah. I think that's why that that's leaning. I'm really not sure when we're talking the new factions, though. <laughs> um, I'm really not at all. I was trying to think this afternoon, like droids. Yeah, still really not sure there. But <laughs> yeah, I think for the uh, clones, I, I can certainly speak for where yeah. I've looked at for the clones already. So I'll be looking at uh, objectives of sabotage intercept key positions and hostage exchange yeah um the deployments will be long march um uh, hemmed in roll out i think they're 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 like the three best ones um you know and then my fourth one for the clones will probably be major offensive possibly battle lines but battle lines does spread us out quite a bit so i like that tight cohesion that mm. a lot of those are giving from um you know that a lot of those objectives are uh, those um deployments are giving for mm. us and then from the conditions wise um i think it's going to be clear rapid because it allows us to um actually if we've got an opponent playing you know box grab it allows us to at least possibly use one unit to be able to go and grab that box yeah um, but I certainly think supply drop and fortified positions sit really nicely for the clones yeah. as well. Yeah, many barricades is always good, isn't it? So. Yeah, so I think from a clone perspective, that'll be what I'll be looking at. Mm. Yeah, like I say, I'm re- really not sure on the droids. Thinking that some of our recent conversations, you know, going back to our event a few weeks ago and whatnot, and 
a few of the games where we kind of decided that you know long march is actually much easier on our brains isn't it when we're playing droids that you know you, you can get your chain out without messing it up a bit easier i find yes so, so again so, you know it's making danger close possibly and rollout look very tempting yeah I, um, the only thing i'd say about danger close is that unless you're deploying a long it, way away deploy, yeah it's a long way yeah. away i would probably actually look at playing hemmed in uh yeah. roll out hemmed in and roll out um especially if i'm playing an aat the um the time yeah roll out mm, uh, yeah Nice and then from a deployment side, long march because that's really good. Yeah. And again, probably major offensive. You know. Yeah. Just I, I keep going back to major offensive. I think it's probably one of my favourite deployments in the game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just because it allows that sort of flexibility and mm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Again, looking at our other options for droids there and what we've got available at the minute um yeah i'm i'm really not 100 percent sure of i mean i suppose yeah lots of droids are around a payload cart potentially <laughs> yeah yeah lots of droids around a payload mm. cart would be quite good um i'm not too sure about the hostage exchange nah, again, yeah same I, reason I think, for the last time yeah disappearance <laughs> yeah yeah and again bombing run them um, yeah That's, don't really well, bombing run, bombing maybe, run would be quite good if you were playing with droid eekers yeah yeah if you can um roll them across the board secretly sort of thing might be nice so yeah definitely a lot for us to uh, think about once we get hold of these things and see how it shakes out though um i think so Eye drop will be the biggest one. Yeah, I yeah, I, th I think that would be quite common. Um, because like, it's, it's not really bad for anyone, is it? That no. And, and with the droids, I really, I really, really like hemmed in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Just, I think that one could grow on me. There's, there's something about it to me that looks like mm, not sure, but then. I'm just thinking yeah. from from a point of view of droids. Like, if you're a blue player, great, everything's in one one bubble, so you've got yeah, no problems together. And if you're in the two sections, still no problem. Um, yeah, it's not because working in those sort of two little patches of four and having a commander within range two of each other. You know, if you're playing yeah. certainly like double the fall or something similar. Yeah, um, you can bridge that. You, easy, can't you? you can bridge that reasonably easy and not really have any issues so i think that's yeah. certainly something to look yeah, at worth, worth a thought and um but yeah I, I think really it's um certainly a good thing though in conclusion next there's so many more ways our games are gonna gonna shape up and you know it keeps that variation doesn't it so uh so, we're not playing as much as we'd like at the moment, but um, you know, no, I mean, uh, hopefully we'll be able to sort that out eventually yeah. soon with uh, t some TTS yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. More so these are all on there. We'll have a have a bit more of a dabble there. But um, yeah, we'll be interested to see how this goes, and you know, let us know what you think. Of course, all of these things, but um, yeah. And if you do have any views on this. 
please pop it in our uh, Facebook group because that would be yeah, amazing. And join that and yeah, start some threads on that or not. So uh, I suppose we'd better shout some of these things out now, eh? Haven't we as we're uh, yeah. pretty much wrapping up for another week. So um, yeah, as we just mentioned, we've got a little Facebook group. We'd love to get some more people in. Um, which we will put the link in as always on the description. Uh, scruffy looking Merfurders community, wasn't it? That one, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can find that on Facebook. Come and join that if you like. Um, as always, get in touch scruffy podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, um, and you can get in contact with either us on the Discord for, um, yeah. server, which the link to the an open invite to the Discord server is on our links to the podcast um or you know in our podcast description so that is there and if you just search us out either scruffy simon or scruffy carl yeah yeah well, i'm making there. a point of getting on there a bit more often and keeping my own things now so uh yeah find us on that one um and of course you know houseofchaos.co.uk finds all of the old youtube and things linked to us there as well um some unboxings and things on there so yeah go and find that um yeah so anything else for this week mate before i uh wrap us up have i forgotten I anything i think we are completely good to wrap up mate i think we're that's uh cover vital assets nicely cover where yeah. we think we're going to be going with this yeah so we'd love to know where you guys are thinking you're going to go um and what you what you think is going to be the biggest changing point on with vital assets coming into the game. And, uh, yeah. Great. Then, so, for episode 24. Pretty sure I got that right this week. Murders is a house yeah. of chaos production. Please visit houseofchaos.co.uk for more details. I've been Simon. And we will see you next time.